Sound the gifting panic alarm. You need to get an amazing gift. Wait, no, the perfect gift. And it needs to say, I'm a thoughtful person. And I appreciate you. And I know exactly what you like. All at the same time. Relax. Now you can use gift mode on Etsy. Gift Mode on Etsy is here to take the stress out of gifting, so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. It's easy to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life, like the pickleballer, the jazz fan, the zen seeker, the artist, or the pasta lover. From 90s nostalgia and mixology to reality TV and gaming, there's something for everyone on Etsy. A gifting moment is always around the corner. Whether it's a birthday, an anniversary, a holiday, or even just a day to say thank you, Gift Mode on Etsy has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Gift easy with Gift Mode on Etsy. Do you ever wonder where all your money went? Like every single time you look at your bank account? Honestly, it's probably all those subscriptions. I felt that way too until I got Rocket Money. Rocket Money helped me see all the subscriptions I'm paying for, and it was eye-opening. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it all adds up so quickly. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year, with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Tonight, Hunter Biden's plea deal unravels after the president's son pleads not guilty to misdemeanor tax crimes. What it all means. Here are tonight's headlines. The concern tonight from a federal judge, why she gave Hunter Biden and federal prosecutors 30 days to come up with the new agreement. The trial clock is ticking. A crane collapsed here in Manhattan. It caught fire at a construction site on the west side of the city this morning. At least two firefighters are injured. It's scary. They have a building going up every week, it seems like, around here. And a string of... uh... An alarming moment on Capitol Hill. Republican Senate leader Mitch McConnell freezes mid-sentence during a press conference. We're tracking severe thunderstorms as two-thirds of the country are now in the heat dome. It didn't take long to start sweating out here in this heat. And there's no relief at the beach. The water temperature in Florida's Manatee Bay was measured at 101.1 degrees. If you want to lower your grocery bills, you have to know where to shop. And not just which store, but which aisles inside the store. Some prices are actually coming down. We'll show you where to find the deals. These sightings are not rare or isolated. Members of Congress on both sides of the aisle are pressing the Pentagon and other government agencies for the answers about UFOs. We can't trust a government that does not trust its people. And outspoken singer Sinead O'Connor dies at 56. Good evening and thank you for joining us on this Wednesday night. I'm James Brown in for Nora. 
We begin tonight with the stunning collapse of the proposed plea agreement between Hunter Biden and the Department of Justice. The federal judge overseeing the case put the deal on hold after raising concerns about the scope of the agreement, forcing the president's son to plead not guilty to two misdemeanor tax crimes. Prosecutors and defense attorneys must now get together and provide the judge with additional information prior to her deciding whether to approve. Today's court hearing follows a five-year federal investigation led by a Donald Trump-appointed U.S. attorney. Republicans blasted the original plea as a slap on the wrist and accused the Department of Justice of interfering in the investigation. CBS's Catherine Herridge was inside the courtroom doing today's dramatic hearing and starts us off tonight from Wilmington, Delaware. Good evening, Catherine. Good evening. I was inside the courtroom about 20 feet from the president's son as this extraordinary hearing unfolded. As the deal fell apart, Hunter Biden appeared increasingly upset. This morning, as Hunter Biden entered the Delaware federal court, his team carried a sense of optimism. The plea deal would bring his legal troubles to an end. But Judge Mary Ellen Norica, a Trump appointee, said she needed more information before she could accept or reject the deal on misdemeanor tax charges and a gun violation. Telling the court she felt she was being asked to rubber stamp an agreement she had concerns about. There's no reason to have a train wreck like today. The hearing laid bare a critical disagreement between U.S. Attorney David Weiss, a Trump appointee, and Hunter Biden's legal team over whether the plea would close the door on future charges for other possible crimes. Weiss has said consistently the probe is ongoing. Scott Fredrickson is a former federal prosecutor. How unusual is it for a plea agreement to fall apart? Well, plea agreements uh, fall apart every day in federal court, but they don't fall apart in high-profile cases like this based on such fundamental misunderstandings. The judge also had constitutional questions on how the gun charge would be handled. In the plea agreement, the charge would be dismissed if Biden remains drug-free and commits no additional crimes for two years. On Capitol Hill, the Republican House Speaker reacted. There shouldn't be two justice systems in America, and hopefully today that's what's being done. Hunter Biden left court and did not comment to reporters as originally planned. A plea deal is still possible. The parties have 30 days to answer the judge's questions before she makes a decision. The White House said Hunter Biden's tax case is a personal matter, J.B. Catherine Herridge in Delaware, thank you very much. Now to a scary incident high above New York City this morning. Parts of a large construction crane atop a high-rise building came crashing down onto the streets during the morning commute. CBS's Lilia Luciana reports a dozen people, including two firefighters, suffered minor injuries. massive construction crane carrying 16 tons of concrete came crashing down 45 stories onto one of Midtown Manhattan's busiest streets during the morning rush. I hear boom, boom, boom. So now I'm like, yo, get out of the building right now. Video shows flames bursting from the crane high above. Mayor Eric Adams said the situation could have been far worse. Not only the boom falling to the street, but all of that concrete could have struck civilians. Authorities are investigating what started the fire in the crane's engine compartment in the early morning hours. That crane operator saw that the fire started 
It's still quite the busy and loud scene. You can still see the piece of the crane, that arm that fell behind me. But earlier today, once the fire was finally extinguished, the city did a preliminary inspection and found that both of the buildings impacted and the crane that remains standing are structurally stable, meaning they are not at risk of collapsing. But there was a stop work order for the construction site as the investigation continues. JB. Thank you, Lilia. Now to the expanding heat dome and rising temperatures with more than 170 million Americans under alerts tonight. Susan Elizabeth Littlefield from our CBS Minneapolis station reports the brutal heat is affecting everyday life from coast to coast. Oppressive high temperatures are hovering over the Midwest. It's pretty hot. It's cooking. It felt like 100 degrees in Minneapolis today. Everyone always thinks of the cold, but the summers get really hot and humid, too. In the southwest, temperatures in Phoenix have been at or above 110 degrees for 27 days. Texas and surrounding states reported a spike in heat-related hospitalizations this month. Heat is especially a concern for agriculture workers like TJ Coffee. These animals, they're, they're a livelihood. We have to make sure that they're safe and alive. The heat wave stretching all the way to Florida. Christian Benavides is in Miami Beach monitoring water temperatures. In South Florida, the water is so hot, beachgoers say it's just not cooling them off. They say it's like a hot tub. 50 miles south of here, in the upper Florida Keys, water temperatures hit 101.1 degrees. If confirmed, it could be the highest sea surface temperature ever recorded. Researchers are worried about the damage to the fragile coral reefs. Most importantly, in South Florida, we lose that protection, that barrier from hurricanes. Outside Atlanta, high school football practice has already started for the Brookwood Broncos. If it's above 92, then um, we shut down practice altogether. We go inside, uh, we get in the air conditioning, and so our players are safe. And it's about 15 degrees above average here in Minneapolis. These are not the kind of extreme temperatures we're used to around here, JB. Susan Elizabeth, stay cool. For where this expanding heat is headed next, let's bring in meteorologist Jackie Jarris from our partners at the Weather Channel. Good evening, Jackie. Good evening, JB. We've already had round one of damaging storms unleash themselves across parts of the Great Lakes. This has caused power outages and tree damage across the region, including in the Detroit metro area. Another wave of severe storms will be possible later on tonight before the whole system works its way into the northeast for tomorrow. Not only damaging winds, but a tornado threat for big cities like New York all the way on up towards Portland. It's not a high tornado threat, but a few tornadoes 
those will be possible. Storms will be in the interior of the Northeast when we start the day, but they'll move in along the I-95 corridor by late afternoon through the evening. That will give us all day long to crank up that heat with many alerts in effect, feeling as high as 105. JB? Jackie Jarvis, thanks for the heads up. Meanwhile, here in Washington, there are new concerns tonight about the health of the Senate's top Republican, Mitch McConnell. McConnell was in the middle of a press conference when he abruptly stopped speaking. The 81-year-old fell earlier this year and suffered a concussion. CBS's Nicole Killian is on Capitol Hill with the latest. And a string of... uh... Just a few moments into his weekly news conference, Minority Leader Mitch McConnell stopped talking mid-sentence and froze. Okay, Mitch. Anything else you want to say? I'm sure let's go back to your office. Do you want to say anything else to the press? He was escorted away by colleagues before returning a few minutes later to answer reporters' questions. I'm fine. You're fine. You're fully able to do your job. A McConnell aide said he felt lightheaded and stepped away for a moment, but the incident prompted fresh inquiries about the 81-year-old's health. Any concerns about his health, or have you noticed anything? I always wish Leader McConnell well. It's good to be back. The Kentucky Republican was out for several weeks earlier this year after falling at a D.C. hotel. He suffered from a fractured rib and a concussion. I may have hit my head, but I didn't hit it that hard. Back in 2019, McConnell also fell at his Louisville home, fracturing his shoulder. Now in his seventh term this year, he became the longest-serving Senate leader in U.S. history. It's always pretty scary when something like that happens, and so I hope he's okay. GOP Conference Chair John Barrasso, who also happens to be a doctor, helped escort McConnell back to his office. He told reporters he wanted to make sure McConnell was fine, but remains concerned about his health. J.B.? Nicole Killian on Capitol Hill. Thanks, Nicole. Turning to the economy, the Federal Reserve today raised its key interest rate by a quarter of a percentage point. The 11th such increase since March of last year brings rates to a range between 5.25 and 5.5 percent, the highest it's been in 22 years. CBS's Carter Evans reports consumers are finally getting relief in the fight against inflation. We're beginning to see an impact from the historic Fed rate hikes at grocery stores like Tom's Market outside Chicago. Dairy specifically, prices have come back down to earth a little bit. Co-owner Nick Kostopoulos says the best deals are often on the outer walls of the store, where he recently priced milk below cost. Well, then that's why it's in the back of the store. So you so have, you to, have walk to walk by, walk by everything on the way there. And <laughs> pick up a few extra things. Hopefully. To the periphery of the store, this is where a lot of your fresh products are. Leo Feller is chief economist at consumer spending analysis firm Numerator. He says these items take less labor to produce and have a short shelf life. You have to sell them. So this is where you see a lot more discounting to try to move products faster. Chicken prices are actually lower than last year. Same with fresh fish. And Kostopoulos says pricing on fresh fruits and vegetables is extremely competitive. Anytime something comes down, we jump to try to show as much value as we can. But grocery stores have less control over pricing on packaged products in the center aisles and freezer section. They're impacted by high labor costs. Cereal prices are up about 10% from this time last year. And this is because there's a lot of processing that goes on into making cereal. And the best bargains are usually 
not at eye level. Look up, and this is an example where we're getting the store brand. The store label here is about $3 versus about $7 for, for the brand name. In terms of the center store, the larger companies have not lowered prices. You think you'll ever see prices come back down? No. I think that once the consumer tolerates the price, they don't lower it again. Now, today's rate hike is going to make things like credit cards and car loans more expensive. It's a real delicate balance. The Fed has to slow down the economy just enough that businesses don't start mass layoffs. And the Fed chair said today another rate hike is possible next month. JB? High level is the advice. Thank you, Carter. An Ohio police officer was fired today for unleashing his police dog on a truck driver who was surrendering with his hands raised. The incident earlier this month was captured on graphic body camera video. Officer Ryan Speakman was told by state troopers not to deploy his dog, but did so anyway. The driver was later treated at a hospital for dog bites. The Circleville Police Department says Speakman did not meet the standards and expectations it holds for its officers. Now to some close encounters on Capitol Hill, where there was an extraordinary hearing today about UFOs. CBS's Scott McFarland reports on the stunning claims that the military is hiding evidence of alien spacecraft from the American people. Alien films are a Hollywood staple, so perhaps no surprise. The American people deserve to know what is happening in our skies. There was a line out the door with people anxious for the government to share more about UFOs. In the Baptist church, we'd say that the devil's in our way. A former intelligence officer, David Grush, testified he suspects the Pentagon's Unidentified Aerial Phenomena, or UAP, office is covering up a decades-long program to retrieve crashed objects. Do you believe that our government is in possession of UAPs? Uh, Absolutely, based on interviewing uh, over 40 witnesses over four years. The Pentagon has denied Grush's claims. Two former military pilots also recounted their close encounters. This object was uh, estimated to be almost the size of a football field. Former military pilot David Fravor testified he was astonished by what he saw in the sky. I think it's far beyond actually our material science that we currently possess. Congress signaled it'll ask federal agencies and the Pentagon to be more transparent. Many people believe that we're withholding information from them. On any unexplained aerial phenomena incidents, of which there have been at least 366 reported since early 2021. Do you think anybody's mind was changed because of this? I think they will when they see this. They see those men. They're not just just some random people off the street. Senators this week will consider legislation requiring the National Archives to release federal reports about UFOs, arguing those mysterious items in the sky, JB, are a danger to military aircraft and U.S. security on the ground. Scott, thank you very much. Well, it was an emotional day for actor Kevin Spacey as he hears the verdict in his sexual assault trial in London. We'll have the details next. We all have busy lives these days, and we don't want to waste a day recovering after a night out. That's why Zbiotics is the answer we've all been looking for. Their probiotic was invented by PhD scientists to tackle rough mornings after drinking. Here's how it works. When you drink, alcohol gets converted into a toxic byproduct in the gut. It's this byproduct, not dehydration, that's to blame for your rough next day. Pre-alcohol produces an enzyme to break this byproduct down. This is a proactive solution that wards off feeling miserable the next day instead of a reactive approach like drinking electrolytes or eating greasy food. Enhance your mornings 
with ZBiotics. Go to ZBiotics.com slash CBS to get 15% off your first order when you use code CBS at checkout. ZBiotics is backed with a 100% money-back guarantee. So if you're unsatisfied for any reason, they'll refund your money. No questions asked. Remember to head to zbionics.com slash CBS and use the code CBS at checkout for 15% off. Thank you, Zbiotics, for sponsoring this episode and our good times. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Actor Kevin Spacey fought back tears today outside a London courthouse after a jury found him not guilty of sexual assault against four men. The accusations against the two-time Oscar winner went back nearly 20 years to when Spacey served as artistic director of London's Old Vic Theater. Spacey, who turned 64 today, say he was humbled by the verdict. Tonight, a cargo ship loaded with nearly 3,000 vehicles is burning off the northern coast of the Netherlands. One crew member was killed and several others were injured. Boats and helicopters were used to get the nearly two dozen crew members to safety. The Dutch Coast Guard is trying to keep the ship from sinking near a habitat for migratory birds. Federal health officials issue a warning about ground beef sold in the Northeast after an outbreak of illnesses. That's next. Now, this consumer alert. The CDC is sounding the alarm about an outbreak of salmonella in the Northeast linked to ground beef. Health officials say at least 16 illnesses have been reported. Six people needed to be hospitalized. Patients reported eating 80% lean ground beef purchased from ShopRite stores in New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut. A recall has not yet been issued. We remember the life and legacy of Irish singer Sinead O'Connell. That's next. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. When you choose Organic Valley, not only will you be enjoying great tasting dairy, You'll help to save over 1,600 small organic family farms who are protecting over 400,000 acres of organic farmland and all the plants and animals that call it home. This is dairy you can feel good about. It's great tasting, high-quality organic dairy ethically sourced from small organic family farms. To find Organic Valley Dairy near you, visit ov.coop. That's ov.coop. Finally tonight, the music world is mourning the death of Sinead O'Connor. The Irish singer-songwriter shot to international stardom with the release of her second album and its lead single, Nothing Compares to You. 
She was an outspoken advocate for social issues, but ran into controversy after speaking out against the Catholic Church, which included ripping up a picture of Pope John Paul II during an appearance on Saturday Night Live. She struggled for years with her mental health as she retreated from the public eye. Her death was confirmed in a statement from her family. Sinead O'Connor was just 56 years old. And that's tonight's CBS Evening News. For Nora O'Donnell, I'm James Brown. Good night. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today, or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey. Many put their hope in Dr. Serhat. His company was worth half a billion dollars. His research promised groundbreaking treatments for HIV and cancer. Scientists, doctors, renowned experts were saying, genius, genius, genius. People that knew him were convinced that he saved their life. But the brilliant doctor was hiding a secret. Do not cross this line that was being messaged to us. Do not cross this line. A secret the doctor was desperate to keep. This was a person who was willing to cold-heartedly just lie to people's faces. We're dealing with an international fugitive. From Wondery, the makers of Over My Dead Body and The Shrink Next Door comes a new season of Dr. Death, Bad Magic. You can listen to Dr. Death, Bad Magic ad-free by subscribing to Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts.